August is almost over, and that means the Kind of Funny Patreon pledge drive is about to wrap up. If you love what we do, please know we couldn't do it without your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. And it would mean the world to us if you tossed us a sub, even if it was just for a month. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, there they are, the second best baby blues in San Francisco. A.K.A. Forbes 30 Under 30. A.K.A. The Engaged One. A.K.A. The Man in the Burnt Orange Thank Jacket. You. Show some respect. At Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. Good to be here with you gentlemen today. In a new little setup. Three chairs. Me in a different place. Three pieces Will it change the show? You'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'll just say what we're all thinking at the top of it. Yeah. I like this look and this feel. If you're an audio listener, we are in three matching chairs that are very comfy, and we could not do this with Andy, so Andy should not come back. Mm. We have a fourth chair. Oh. Um, unfortunately, it's all the way over there, <laughs> so uh, I don't think we can get it over here. That's the how, problem. How would you possibly move it? Yeah. We, I asked. I, I reached out to production, and I said, production. Uh, I said, production. Why you say that? I said, oh, baby Jesus of production, our Lord and Savior, Kevin Coelho. And, and, and big baby boss, baby bear, can you please give us one extra chair for the set? And they said, sure. And then I said, could we get two? They said, absolutely not. That's too much. Absolutely not. Chairs. The bridge too, too far. Too much power. Yeah. Okay, no, I like it. Producer slash producer, Nick Scarpino. Uh, thanks for the uh, the compliment, by the way. We were just kind of mulling around. Last week, we had three people. And I was like, why don't we use three chairs instead of having one couch that has no one on it? Yeah. Um, and that seemed to be the right play. And I like that it's a little smaller and a little cozier It feels us. intimate. Yeah, we're it's better. Some deep shit today. We're back into a... No real manner. I just because... It feels like it. That's it does. Like we're gonna have here. Yeah, give me more serious. Content. We're we're like a little, like a what you. Are we like? What do we like? We're like a you, a lowercase you. Who Mike recently referred to lowercase and uppercase numbers in a way that numbers? like sorry letters. Letters, okay. In a way that blew my mind. I don't remember what it was, but he, he like it was very like he called it like yeah, it was like a young C. It was like gotcha. I could see that. It yeah, grows up. It grows yeah. up into an uppercase <laughs> letter. That makes sense. I want to talk about growing up. Sure. Nick? Yeah. Right before this, you asked a question. I said, stop. This could be the podcast. Lay it on me. Yeah, no, my brother uh, was giving me shit the other day because I forgot my parents to, to my parents' anniversary. The wedding. Of, of the wedding, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and it was weird to me because I've always just sort of, I, I miss everyone's birthdays and anniversaries. I'm that guy. Or if it was your birthday, I'm always the happy belated birthday guy. Hold on. Sure. Stopping you right here. Sure. Your birthday is January 13th. Yeah. Ask me when yours is. When's my birthday? No fucking idea. When's Grace's birthday? June 30th is his. Yeah. April June 27th? Correct. Fuck oh, yes. Ben is October 2nd? 8th. 8th. Fuck. You're in the ballpark. Single Close. digits. I'll give it to you. Okay. Fair enough. I'll get that one. That's the only one I give a fuck about. Ben? Yeah. Uh, I appreciate I that. You. Well, guess he's the only one that birthdays matter to anymore. Sure. Do you really want to celebrate your birthday? No. You're 40 now. Just leave me alone. It's all just a slow decline. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, the systems are failing now at this point. Yeah. I don't need to be reliable. Animals are leaving us. So wait. So your brother gives is giving you shit right now for get for for getting your parents. Well, I I forgot the anniversary and so yeah. I brought it up to him. He was like, "Dude, so have you touched base with the parents?" Yeah, I called them yesterday to the Facetime, but they're anniversary. One day late. It was like a week late. Okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. Because <laughs> I had I set the calendar reminder. We had a lot of stuff going on yeah, here. It popped do. up. I snoozed it. It popped up again, and of I just course. totally forgot about it. That I mean, Lou and Elena. I was going to say, don't care. I wanted to jump to that as the next thread to tug on on this sweater. Right. Is like, yeah, like. Obviously, Matt Scarpino will give you shit for anything he possibly can. Yes. Mm-hmm. But does this matter to mom and dad? I, I I don't think so. But it's again, it's one of those things where 
I don't, my parents don't hold that kind of thing against me, but I'm sure they would like a nice like text on their anniversary sure. saying, hey, happy, happy married anniversary, you know? Or, How long have been together now? Jeez. Ballpark. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ah, well, God. What the fuck? Hold on. I feel coming. like knowing the date. That's one thing. No one did how long. Okay, okay, okay. First off, I don't know. We're all from weird families. Secondly, I'm not saying like he's got a, a, a is this are we 30 plus? Like I that's what I mean. Okay. No, like, okay. It was this one of one of the was this a big one? Was this a 5 or a 0 kind of at the end of it? It wasn't a 50. I think they passed their 50 already. Okay. I think this is like See that, that I think you should know. Yeah. You should be able to say, oh, well, yeah, 50th, we went big. We did whatever they did. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I'm a terrible son. You're not. No, I mean, you're, it's just, like, also, is, is this a big, it, is it a big deal in the family? That's it, a big part. That's my whole thing, another conversation and to unpack here if we want to. Yeah, for whatever reason, it's 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 not a big deal to me. I don't really care about when other people got married. I don't yeah. think that's something that I necessarily need, sure. should be celebrating or or need to. I, obviously, if it's your parents' 50th wedding anniversary, and you want to you want to blow it out like do a big party for them. That's pretty cool. Like I can appreciate that. But for the most part, I've always thought like wedding anniversaries should be celebrated Perfect. by the two people. Yeah. Like I'm married, and if you want to, if you know, I guess my dad always texts me on my anniversary, my brother's anniversary, their wedding is a happy anniversary. But I always, it's nice. It's nice if someone remembers. But I'm like, I'm celebrating this with my wife. This really doesn't have anything to do with anyone else out there. That's See, my I feel personal. Like there's, there's a lot of generational gaps in that, like how you want to interpret, how your parents want to interpret, mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Like my my mom and my dad, big on cards, sent mailing cards mm -hmm. for birthdays, anniversaries. That's a mom thing, anniversaries, right? But then you'll get into it of an Easter card, or you know, the Valentine's Day card, or some weird thing, and it's like that. Okay, like I'll try, mom. I swear, I will fucking try. To get a birthday card in the mail, you know what I mean, yeah. or an anniversary card, but like, fucking St. Patrick's Day, no, no. If I'm at Target and I see it, it makes me think, of you sure? That's it. You yeah, think that's of it. it. Yeah, maybe you don't actually you know I mean? buy it. Though. Well, I've, I've tried, and then they sit on the table too. They don't get mailed out or whatever. But it's the same thing where it's like, I get the card from anybody in my family, and it's one of those. Oh, that's nice. You open up, you do things, sits on the table for a week, and then you throw it away. You know what I mean? And like Ben is an exception now. You know, he gets something. We'll keep, you know, that's cute. Oh, it's his first card or whatever. I'm sure three years in, we don't, we don't care. Hmm. But like mailing him out, like, oh, this is not even my thing. You know what I mean? My th anniversaries, like, you don't have to contact me on my anniversary. I know, but similarly, I know my mom would want to be, you know, she wants to be something on her mm -hmm. anniversary, a heads up of like, hey, we remember. There you go. Never forget. Never forget. I send Big Lou a card. Yeah. I love picking a fun Father's Day card. Last, last year for his, because uh, my dad's birthday and Father's Day are very close together, so yeah. perfect. One card. Nailed it. Nailed it. Usually love the, uh, whatever the kid version of Darth Vader's your dad card, kind of fun vibe, sure. Star Wars vibe. Sure. I'm sure Big Lou loves that. Uh, mom doesn't love the cards. She sees them as a waste of money, but uh, I like to send her flowers, to which she always responds, stop sending me flowers. It's a waste of money. Really? They die, but then mom, my mom, dad will send me a picture and she's just beaming from here. Big old Jamie Kennedy loves flowers. Yeah. I send flowers yeah. for birthdays. Maybe anniversary, I forget, but definitely for the birthdays, you know what I mean? The ho Mother's Day, that's, I was like, I know I send them more than once a year. Yeah, I send the flowers from both those. I, I send flowers because I like getting flowers. Aww. I think they're fun. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll deal, get me a bouquet of flowers. I'm like, you know what? I'm brightening my day. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's good. I would say it's more of a, like a tan or a camel than a burnt oh, that's orange. Been, it's, been a, it's been a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Tim tried to say it was, it was burnt orange. Promoted like, as burnt orange. It was on a show. It, I was like, oh, oh, I see. Was it? And then he looked it up and he's like, no, actually, I wasn't correct. This was yeah. burnt orange. Yeah. Yeah, he agreed with not me burnt orange. Because I was finally right about it. It's, it's a nice color for you. I, I like it a lot. Collection. You know, it fits yeah. my ha skin tone. Have you burnt. ever forgotten the birthday? The parents' birthday? Yeah. yeah multiple times. Yeah. I got my brother's birthday sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's in October sometimes. Brother, I think you can get away with. Will Matt let that slide? Does he get offended by that? 
But the problem is this: my buddy Scott is either the twentieth or the twenty second. I my hate brother, that my, shit. my Matt is either the twentieth or the twenty second. Alexis so, and her sister. Yeah. Uh, November. I want to say nineteenth and twenty second. And I fucking could never remember it. I fucked it up one year with Alexis. Thanks. And she will never, never forgive me for it. She probably uh, doesn't remember it now, but at the time, she, she would have never forgiven me. She does. You know, I'm sure she does. <laughs> it's on her fucking list. She does. <laughs> she turns the camera pans over. It's just the laundry list of, of, of grudges she's holding with people. It, it's rough, man. And then honestly, Wait, they were both sisters were born in November? Yeah, within days. Different I mean, years. What? Many different, well, years. Yeah, different years. I don't know yeah, about many. I, I don't know. What's, uh, what's going on in, the, uh, in that household around February? You know what's happening. Magic hour. Bump and grind. Valentine's Day. Nick, I, I, I want to tell nothing you. nothing wrong with the little bump, bump and grind. This weekend, I'd be washing a dish, walking Ben, and I would just start cracking the fuck up at Nick Scarpino <laughs> with the, I can't wait to not have sex with my wife. When I was growing up and I was watching the 80s sitcoms and they hated having sex with their wife, I'd say, I can't wait to not have sex with <laughs> my wife. I can't wait to do all that cool sex. That's the gonna funniest have. fucking shit I, you ever said on the stream. I, I thought week. you were about to bring up, Greg, the, the sound effect of Susan Sarandon in Blue Beetle. Ah, no! Which she sent me an audio message of. Good. And I laughed so fucking hard. It's a shame that nobody is seeing these DC movies because our interviews are so fucking good. They're spot on. The Flash, yeah. phenomenal. The interview. Blue Beetle, interview, phenomenal. Me and Nick are on another level. Another level. I I, too. I want you to know, and I don't right even there. know if it's hit Patreon yet, but all, all, all last weekend, I kept trying to describe to Danielle. Oh, thank God. Oh God! Thank God it's here. I was really worried for a minute, but thank God. We do Greg's home movies for Christmas, and this kid got fifty trains. He didn't want the fucking trains, and every train he got, he was like, "Neat, a train." Nice. Pulls finally pulls a present, opens it up, and it's WWE Raw. Raw. Yeah. And you, it's, it's like somebody told him he didn't have. A fucking life-threatening disease. <laughs> this little kid in his Midwest accent goes, "Oh, thank God! Oh, God! I was re- guys, I was really worried there for a second." Yeah, the, <laughs> so going funny. back and watching my home videos with Nick so and a trip. And yeah, long, <laughs> oh guys, oh I was so worried <laughs> when we got it. I broke that clip out of me opening Royal Rumble, and it was funny on its own. Watching it with all the context of me opening up all these presents. Picture, oh, here, picture, if you will. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning when little Greggy makes his parents wake up. Okay? His dad is in the dad robe, you know, which is so much legs. Oh, yeah. So much legs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mom looks like she's just, like, holding, barely holding on. And it's dead silent as Greg goes first to open his presents. And one by one, they just keep getting him these little train cars for this train set. And he doesn't like them <laughs> you can tell he just wants the nintendo game or the sega genesis game or the game Gear game whatever that is so fucking funny. and it's so dour and it's so fucking funny i can't describe it i can't it's wait it's so funny this. like it scares me to think can about you, you can you guess how we're spoiling this episode of uh there's four of them obviously my childhood videos but this is epic too uh, so this, I'm 10 years old, so it's 93. Mm-hmm. December 1993. What two albums do you think I unwrap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, 93. Yeah, that's, that's too early for me to be Let able me, to. Uh, can I ask you? Uh, can I ask Nas you? Is Illmatic. <laughs> can I ask you uh, whether you think one of these albums is in there? I'm going to give you two choices for albums okay. that you think okay. would be in there, right? <sighs> Aerosmith or Meatloaf? <laughs> yeah, okay, Meatloaf. 
Yeah. He got both of those. He got both <laughs> those albums. Okay. He really wanted Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. He's so Were you weird. stoked about it? Did you go, oh, goody? I mean, I don't, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited enough, I guess. In the, I mean, I'm not like, it's not the Royal Rumble reaction. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think it was just, yeah, yeah. Meatloaf, I guess, was kick. It must have been right around every, any, is that what uh, I would do anything for I, I imagine so. Yeah. yeah. And I think, it, I mean, I, Fight Club was later. So Meatloaf wouldn't have been popular because I think Fight Club was late 90s or early 2000s, right? And that was when he kind of made a resurgence when he was uh, Robert as an Paulson actor, as an yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know when anything but I'm love. learning so much about I'm opening Meatloaf. It up, I yeah. would do anything for I'm assuming that's... Yeah, that's on there. That's yeah, that's on, on there. there. That's probably why you wanted it. That was a very popular song back then. Yeah, but I don't know if it was it popular with 10-year-olds. Was that really what... Was you know it how it is. Why did I have a Pearl Jam po- Why was my only poster in my room growing up a Pearl Jam poster? I liked Pearl Jam. I just thought I should have posters on the wall, and I had a Pearl Jam poster, so I put it up there. That was it. It was like that and like a Los Angeles Raiders. My brother had a, I've told this story a million times on the show, but my brother had a Nelly poster growing up. Yeah. Like Nelly in the heydays with the um, Band-Aid on his yeah. face. And uh, as a joke one time, when he left, we took the poster off the wall and put it on the ceiling above his bed. Like he, so it was like just he was Nelly just looking down at him, and he never moved it. <laughs> so it was just Joke was there. on you. He got you on that one. Yeah, 100%. He was like, I love going to sleep and waking up to Nelly. That's it, man. It's hot in when here. you forgot the birthdays, how'd that go over? People just know me at this point. But I'm talking about specifically your parents. Um, I mean, you know, you call the day after. Lou and Elena cutting me a lot of slack these days. You know, I'm a small okay. business owner, all yeah, that yeah, jazz. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I used to just be very. I that just, was the exact poster. That's a good poster. Kevin Thank knows. you, Kev. Yeah, I used to. Uh, I mean, I just it was never a priority for me. Now it now it's on the calendar. I get the I get the you know. The reminder, like ten days beforehand. Hey, this is this is happening. We've noticed. But still, Google's you so skate, smart. You skate. You skate it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have all the announce. I have all the sirens and all the things to do it. But I, you thread that needle, and I'll. I've had the heart stopping moment of what day is it? And it's like the day before, the day after. Because I've I've forgotten on both parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, like when I forgot my dad's birthday, he called me, and it was like. Maybe the next day or whatever. He called me. He's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, what's, what's going on? Well, it was like uh, off schedule. It wasn't a Sunday call. Yeah. Usually everyone, he's like, oh, my birthday was yesterday. I was like, oh, man, well, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm like, yeah. And I, of course, I've been saving this one. I'm like, don't forget you forgot my birthday in college. He's like, no, I know. I'm just, he's like, I was making sure you were okay. You that, never forgot You my called birthday. it a like, chip? I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're holding like, ah. it's one of those things where it's like when my dad <laughs> skated on my birthday, like, just forget it, forgot about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't give a shit. Who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never loved Stuck it. with you, though. But I was like, I got to hold on to this. Yeah. At some point. And, but it was just that thing of like, I thought we had an agreement here. I thought we were cool. I thought it didn't matter. Yeah. When I forgot my mom's birthday, I when I just moved out here. Yeah, just moved out here. Maybe, yeah, the tracks. Maybe it was the year after. So I'd already been out here a year or whatever. That was a big one where I forgot and it was like a week later. Mm. Where like we were in the car and somebody said something and I was like, what? And it was like you, I, all the color drained out of my face. It got like, cold. Oh my God, I've been so wrapped up in my own bullshit. I fucked this up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Colin, it was just like, first time I called her in like the week in advance. Just like, you know, hello. Yep, Hello. there it is. Uh, <laughs> I yep. fucked up. Yep. I'm so sorry. I can hear your mom yeah. do that too. Like that, that's yeah, so Hello, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> you being an only child, I feel like there, there's like a different level of, of pressure on it there. Sure, there's no safety. There, it's there's diff- no Matt Scarpina. So, but that's the thing though. So with Matt though, I... Matt used to cover me a lot. Yeah. So Matt would be like, Matt would do the thing where he would go group thread. Happy birthday, dad. Good call. Small and I'd be like, oh, happy birthday, yada, yada. And we still do that to this day where if it's like his wife's birthday or my wife's birthday, 
I'll throw everyone on the group thread. Most people wake up before me, so they, they've already texted, but I'll mm-hmm. throw everyone on the group thread just so they know, because I don't necessarily expect everyone to remember everyone's birthdays. But somewhere along the line, I fell off from that, and now it's just like, I think roughly when it was when I was like 38, 39, they were like, it's time for you to be an adult and remember everyone's birthdays. And I'm like, fuck, how do I do this? It's so hard. Especially yeah. in an era where Facebook is dying, because there was that golden age, golden age, I want to call, I don't know. Uh, hey, where you log like, on, it was like, hey, yeah, it's like, oh shit, all right, cool. You you could find out anyone's birthday at any moment because it was there. Yeah. But now, no one. You still can't, but you got to remember, right? Or you got to turn your notifications on for everything. And then it's like, well, I got thousands of people out there. Everyone's having a birthday every goddamn day. <laughs> birthday I, had a, day. I had a friend of mine last night. It was like, he was, I was like, oh, what are you in town for? And he was like, I'm going to Burning Man. So I, he was like, he's a comic. And he was in a few sets. And he's like, I'm doing a, a drinking in the Washington Square Park like um, on this day. He's like, I saw you a Facebook invite. And I was like, huh. huh. Hmm. Huh. That's, how that's the it, second huh? time that's happened to me in two weeks. Someone else is like, you didn't come to my, like, did you want to come to my party? I shot you a Facebook invite. And I was like, I don't, is that a, how does that work? I don't know. How, does it, I'm, how am I supposed to know that that happened? I'm sure there's notifications, but. I, I had a, I wanted to send a photo yesterday to Jen's sister and her boyfriend. No, yeah, Jen's sister and Jen's sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause they had come out and a, a comical situation happened to them that then happened to me. And so like, because of the international, how they work, they pretty much exclusively do Facebook messenger or whatever. Jen's been doing that since she got here, just, you know, for it, talking to people up in Canada and yada, yada, yada. And so logging in, I did it, but then I bought, bought back out and I, I never opened messenger. I do not use Facebook in any stress in any way. And like all these messages from old friends, old IGN people, I wrote a book and I would let them like, oh my God, this is two months old. I'm sorry. I don't check this. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sorry. I'm not ignoring you. It's for me. It's, I have to, I have to be on top of that and in Instagram messages because that's how a lot of comics just organize their shows. You'll get yeah. the day before. Like, hey, everyone, you're on this thing. I'm doing it. What's that? Hustling on Instagram. Are you? I mean, I'm, I use Instagram all the time. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, for, for a messenger or yeah. well, oh, interesting. I, mean, okay. I DM back and forth. Yeah. The only time I've ever really interacted with or had to DM people on a consistent basis was like back in the day, Twitter, you DM a lot of people and now yeah. it's just for whatever reason, I'm just, I'm constantly on fucking Instagram DMs, which I find to be the most confounding of the, of all the really? direct messages. Fa- look, say what you will, but Facebook messenger is just easier and better. And I know it's the same company, but and I know it's splitting weird hairs, but when I'm on that, I'm like, I vastly prefer this as opposed to Instagram. And I think it's because the Instagram web application is not as good. Sure. That makes sense. Facebook, you can upload, you can do all sorts of shit. You can edit messages and all that stuff, but when you have to do everything through your phone, it's just annoying. What, what are you that? laughing at? What I'm is sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not. I, I heard I'm, the little laugh of Kevin over the thing. And then I saw Tim just I'm barely. So, only I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kevin, you showed that. I just looked up. I just like, looked so little. And I was like, it's "Fuck!" The, the, God difference, damn it. the difference in the chairs is so minor, but the difference in the bodies is not. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Well, I, didn't, I did not were, want they, to do that. I know. And they were talking together, so I was like, "Oh, this would be great to use this for this." And then I just, Tim and I caught eyes through the camera. I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. It was great. This is very unprofessional of me. I like that. <laughs> You're crying. There is a tear rolling down your eye right now. I don't know how you guys are that much taller than me. It's not. Do it again. It's the. It's also the perspective, where the the chairs and the cameras aren't equidistant apart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the yeah, yeah. the chairs almost. They like all, you can't yeah. Tell oh, I see what you're saying. saying. But like, look at how apart. like thick that is versus that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just so, <laughs> so funny. So and so Tim sorry. caught it right away. Oh, fuck. This is pretty funny, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not real. Still going. It's still it's going. Oh, yep. Nick, come no, on now. Stay with me. Let's talk about more of you fucking up with your mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stick with me. Yeah. So so at some point, I feel like Matt, like, I, I, I know Matt pretty well. And he he is the big brother. He is your older brother. Mm-hmm. At, 
he lords this over you, but like nowadays, I imagine that he wants to be first to say happy birthday to your parents, the anniversary. Well, it's, it, give you I mean, he, he is, no, but he, he ran away with the best son award a long time. Oh, yeah. He lives he's, close. He's let's over put there it this way. I, I said the other day, I was like, what did you, you do today? Stop by mom and dad's house. I had a quick cup of coffee with him. Does like, that God sound fucking insane to you? Do it you, sounds do you, wild. Do you, I, I, you had a bit of it, but you've been an SF for just a little bit longer 15 than 15 years, yeah. So it's like. like like the idea of just popping by your parents, having a cup of coffee before you go do something else, sounds like fucking mind blowing. My brother literally was like, he's dropped the, he has two dogs. He's gonna drop the dog off at grandma and grandpa's house, hang out there. He just pops by, drops them off for a couple hours. And it's so weird to me. Because yeah. for me to visit my parents, it's a ordeal. Three to four hundred dollar flight. I gotta take a half a day off. I gotta find somebody. I think I stay with one of them, put one of them out. It's a whole fucking thing. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a bummer because I do wish I could do that. I wish there was a scenario where Sunday dinners could be a thing sure. again. Not that they really were in my household, but it's Italian tradition. You got like the Sunday dinners. You always hear yeah. about it. I'm like, we never fucking did that shit. But like popping by for one, at once every month for a quick dinner with them or taking yeah. them. My brother takes them out all the time. And he really makes a big effort to like be in their lives and like keep them present in his lives. And it's, uh, it's great. And I'm super glad that he does that. It's just so, I'm like, Damn, dude. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, there'll be a couple months I go by and I'm like, huh, nobody, uh, nobody's texted me in three months. <laughs> and I'll call, like, I'll call my parents, like, hey, guys, I'm like, oh, it's good. It's oh, good to hear man. from you. And I'm like, I'm not a distant cousin. I just want everyone to know that. Like, yeah, but I'm like, a brother. It's like, it's, you know, we've, we've beaten that into them, right? Of being away and you're that away. Yeah. Like, that's the thing where it's like, yeah. I'm sure earlier, and at some point, they must have been reaching out all the time. And it was a, an errant texter call back to them. There was there was a lot of yeah, there was a lot of that. Specifically the, the IGN years when we were all just fucking around and you know gallivanting yeah. around all these these video games. Yeah. Um, but now I just feel like my mom. Whenever I talk, she's like, I just don't. I know you're busy. I just don't, like. Yeah. I don't want to put you out. So I just wait for you to call me. And I was like, I get that. That's that's totally fine. And that's a complete and, and, and fine boundary. But every once in a while, it's like, hey, send me a text. See if I'm still living. Three months could go by. You don't know I'm I'm, I'm dead or alive. They turn on the TV. You're there. Stream. Well, that's what my mom says. She wa they watch all this. She's gonna watch this. I'm gonna get a text hey. from this. They watch all of our stuff. The other day, she was like, "That joke you saw, you you put on your Instagram about sending Danielle a dick pic was really funny." I was like, "Oh God, my mom watches my comedy." But um, so they watch all the shit, and that's how she interacts with me. But every once in a while, I'm like, "You you could call me." That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But they want to come up. But candidly, I'm like. Eh, my mom has never loved San Francisco in this current state of the city. I'm like, I'll come to you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> It'll be fine. I don't want you, I don't want you, you know, getting too close to the tenderloin and then she won't be able to sleep at night thinking her son's going to be dealing with all the, the chaos that is San Francisco right now. So sure. Yeah. I understand. I don't know. It is rough though. It's weird. Like it's weird to think that, do you ever hear that old statistic where it's like the majority of people like l grow up and live and die within like a 40 mile radius of where they were born? Yeah. That's wild to me. Totally. Fucking 100%. crazy. It's awesome. But as I get older, I'm kind of like, yeah, I wish I had that. Because my parents aren't going to be here forever. I mean, they're very healthy, thank God. Knock on whatever the fuck Marvel. that's made out of from, <laughs> from Amazon. But, uh, but it's, you know, I think back to like, you know, even like growing up, you know what I mean? And especially then, the, you know, I, I think so much of my own childhood now and the new perspective of my parents being parents because I'm a parent, right? Mm -hmm. Like what it's like for Ben. And you know, I have these conversations about what his memories are going to be and, you know, his uh, routines and yada, yada. And like grandma Miller was so huge, right. In my thing. And she lived literally what, uh, these are 
unincorporated Glen Ellen blocks, but one block down and two houses over, you know what I mean? Like it was that close mm-hmm. where I would on summers, I would be with her. And then after school, we'd go over, I'd go over there. What was your form of transportation to get there? You walk in there, you scooting? Oh, I'm riding a bike. I was a big bike, bike. rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or getting dropped off in the morning. You know what I mean? Mom's on her way to work, drops you off, pick mm-hmm. you up at the end of the day kind of thing. Uh, but even then, like, you know, how involved and how close my dad was with his mom, Grandma mm-hmm. Miller, and then, uh, you know, before she lost her parents, how close my mom was in that. And then you toss in siblings and all the other things and that, and, like, the stories and texts I get now back from the familial unit that's, you know, formed, reformed, whatever you want to talk about while I've been gone or whatever, right? And it's like, you know, one of my cousins, uh, Jody, of course, which you guys think God blinked into existence, uh, you know, she does, like, Wine Wednesdays with Dad where she comes over at the end of her work day and he has a glass of wine for her and they have a glass of wine and then she goes oh. about it and it's like, that's fucking crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> that <laughs> like, that's crazy. fucking crazy. You know how much work it is to go see these people or get them out here? I'm you know like, what, uh, what blows my mind? And and there's so many exceptions to this. Like, there's so many situations that I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. And I totally get it. And that's not weird at all. But there's a lot of times, this happens a lot with Gia, um, where her friends seem to think that when their parents come to see them, that Gia wants to see them. Mm. Or that we want to hang out with like her friend's parents, mm. and it makes no. Do they have like a? And a, so here's the thing: like one one of Gia's best friends, uh, her parents, I fucking love. They fucking love us. We hang out with them. Like we've hung out with their parents, just the, just us. Yeah. And like they're totally cool. It's an exception, but just normal people. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to hang out with your parents? This makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. There's no like built in. You guys no. have hung out before. Mm. This kind of thing. Maybe, like maybe, it, oh, they had met each other in college in 2010. Sure. But like, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's just, see, like, I, if Poe was coming pressure. through with his parents, I'd want to say, hey. You know but see, I mean? yeah, the, again, exception to it all. But I, I just feel like I, I've noticed a trend of people being excited for their parents to hang out with their friends when there wasn't a prior relationship growing yeah, up. Yeah, see, that's weird to me. So like, like my buddy Stu. His parents were like a second set of parents That's for me. That's totally different. So if they're in town hanging out with Stu, I'm like, oh, let's go. Uh, yeah, let's let's fucking tie yeah, one on. Wasted. Yeah, let's go. Um, same with, but actually, that might be. He might be. Oh, maybe I have a couple other friends, but he might be the only one like that. The rest of my, the, like my buddy Scott, his his dad, I know. It's the ants. But I wouldn't be like, let's get, let's go hang out. Like, yeah, I'd be it's like, like, hello, you know, Mr. You know, totally. Or, like, or, hey, yeah. what's up? Oh my God, how you been? Like, like I got so big, like that type of shit. Like, I get it. But then well, I need to go out for like dinner. Is that how you introduce drinks. yourself to people? Uh, uh, what's up? I, I got, got so big. big. <laughs> well, they, they first when I was a little kid. Okay, you know what okay, I mean? Okay. So then, oh, I thought yeah. I thought. See, my brain. I'm like, uh, you're big on the internet. No, that's right. No, I'm very famous. Hello. Hello. No, no, no. I have time for you. I have to get back to my dozens, have you heard of and dozens of frogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just it throws me off. I've just been noticing it a lot. It, it just it it's weird to me because I just feel like time is so precious. Where I'm like, I got people to hang out with. I have mm-hmm. friends to hang with that sure. I'm not hanging out with. Sure. You know. Yeah. I got family hanging out that I'm not hanging out with that I, I probably should call instead of hanging out with. I don't know these bucks. That, that's my thing too. I, I I'm very conflicted on this because I spend a lot of my nights and weekends like pursuing comedy, and I'm like, am I gonna look back on this ten years from now and be like, hey, you know, it would have been nice if you just did every weekend, you just went down and see your fucking mom, or something like that. Not every weekend, but like okay. once a month, I could carve out that time to go down. I mean, it's expensive and there's an expense to it, but it's not like I don't. I can stay with my brother or my parents. It's just a flight down there in a couple of days of my time to reconnect. Sure. So. I'm going down more often. I've been on once already, and I got another trip planned in about a month. But uh, but it's tough, 
You're, it's, it's harder for you though because you got to fly halfway across the country for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even for Jen's, you know, family, they got you got to go all the way, literally across the country. That's a yeah, that's an undertaking. So it's tough. Which we're doing in a few weeks again. You're doing in a few weeks. In little Benny, yeah. He's gonna yeah. love it. Yeah, he should, well, he should be fun. He like planes. He can go outside at least now. Yeah, they won't freeze him instantly. Mm. <laughs> 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 bring it back in. Bring it back in. <laughs> uh, I want you guys to think about this question from Cozy Bear because we're going to answer it after the rigmarole, right? When did you first realize that your parents weren't infallible? Mm. Now I'm going to remind everybody else. This is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes three. Best friends gather on this table, each coming to talk to each other about whatever it is they want to talk about and you want to hear about. If you like that, of course, you can write in just like Cozy Bear did for free on kindoffunny.com slash KF podcast with your questions, comments, and topics of discussion. Then, of course, you should support us on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Why? Well, we are an 11-person independent organization, and we need all the support we can get. On Patreon.com slash kind of funny, though, it's not just throwing money at us and saying thanks. You also get a whole bunch of benefits, like the ability to watch us record the podcast ad-free and a day before it posts. Isn't that right? DJ Kento, Cody Hagler, and Tyler Ross watching right now. Of course, if you're over there uh, and you are one of the Trogs, remember that this month on Patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get this really cool shirt. We the Trogs, our premium item. You can keep up with all the premium items at kindoffunny.com slash premium. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, did I put item in the notes? Just premium. It's premium. Uh, of course, you could also get all the other shows ad-free. You can watch the podcast live as we record them. You could get 300 and plus uh, digital, I don't want to say digital, exclusive episodes that have been made available since October uh, when we started uh, doing the spare bedroom stuff. There's way more past that and et cetera, et cetera. You know and you know. Uh, however, no bucks tossed our way, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny uh, for a brand new episode each and every week. It's also available on the podcast services under the kind of funny podcast moniker. No matter where you get the show. Please consider like, subscribing, sharing it, ring the bell, leave a comment, uh, give a review, leave a little words, help other people find it. It helps us out. Housekeeping for you. Ah, no! Blue Beetle in review is up right now. And I'm telling you, motherfuckers, if you don't want to watch this movie, as the numbers have shown, no one does. Go watch this in review. Uh, and on top of that, Kind of Munchies is Kind of Awesome. Uh, Roger's show that you helped fund on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, where Roger makes people eat weird things or just cool things, uh, is going strong. Of course, last week was the Great Cola Challenge in which Kevin Coelho, ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about an Oreo oration worthy performance from mm -hmm. KFAF. Kevin came out and crushed some stuff there. And then, of course, just today, they ate MREs, Ooh. which will be broken up on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. How are you feeling? One of them still really sitting the wrong it's way with that. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, they're not good. When I came in and they were sous vide something, I was like, oh, what are you making today? He's like, we're warming up the MREs. They're like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, thank you. It's exactly as painful as you might think it would mm, be. I don't like that one yeah. bit. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, who I do like, two bits, uh, Jedi Master Deadpool, James Hastings, Casey Andrew, Logan Delaney, Nathan Lamoth, and Patrick Delgado. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp, and hey, why don't we hear from them right now? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all know life can be hard. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know from experience how often it just seems easier to care about others and keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and 
love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny, betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny. Greg, yeah. real quick before we get to the question, uh, you said something about tapping, tapping Tap? out somewhere there. I'm sure. not really, I don't remember exactly what it was, but um, I, I recently, uh, when me and G went down to LA for, I guess it was WrestleMania, I don't even remember. Did you hang out with Nick's parents? Uh, I did not, no, didn't, I haven't seen them in a long time, actually. Yeah, well. Yeah, but uh, I guess you haven't either. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, we, we, we say this hotel and then Hotel Ziggy, which we were talking about a long time ago, dope-ass hotel on West Hollywood. When I, uh, Nick, when you hear Hotel Ziggy, do you think of the comic strip Ziggy or the Ziggy Piggy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Ooh, I think if, for whatever reason, Ziggy makes it like a Ziggy Stardust. Me Ziggy too. Stardust, that's great. There that's, we go. that's what I think about. I think is the point. Anyways, uh, they uh, on Fridays and Saturdays they have like music performances, so like yeah. artists will come and like do shit. And I met some really cool. Uh, yeah, there it is, Hotel Ziggy, baby. Oh, that's cool. It's really dope. Um, anyways, um, I met this. Uh, I, I saw this this woman perform who was super talented named uh, Annie O'Malley, and um, she is uh, very, very, very uh, Gen Z. Okay. I, I don't know how old she is, but I'd say probably twenty, maybe twenty one, something like that. And she uh, has been promoting this new song recently. And like one of the key lyrics is like two months in, I'm tapping out. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. I get it. Like that, that, that makes sense about the relationship or whatever. Every time I see her in, in the music videos, though, I see her tap. And like, how, how would you motion tapping out, Greg? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's how you do it. Uh, like, and Greg, if you're an audio listener, motion like the wrestling way of like tapping out or a UFC way, whatever yeah. it is. Hers is like more like this. Like uh, tapping like a phone. Oh, she's like tapping out and I'm, tab? I'm starting to realize like, oh my God. Like. There's a generation that like tapping out means something totally different. Yeah, they're, they're just wrong. tapping on their phones. Yeah, they're wrong. But I feel like it's going to reach a point. Well, Nick, I like Annie O'Malley. I think you I would. I just followed her on Spotify. I think you would quite a bit. Yeah, she's great. A little, a little poppier than I think that you like you pop. tend to. Yeah, 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 but I feel like. You know, I've been rocking a lot. Sabrina Carpenter lately. Oh, my God, dude. Nonsense. Yeah. Woo. It's a track right there. Who's Sabrina Carpenter? She's a singer. So Sabrina oh. Carpenter is uh, the Sean Hunter equivalent in Girl Meets World, the Boy Meets World spinoff. Okay. Um, she then went on to essentially be Olivia Rodrigo's counterpart in the musical world going on right now. Oh. They both dated the same guy. Oh, that happened. The star of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Zac Efron. Star is a weird word to use. Um, and it's been dramatic in all the best fashions. Okay. Um, but it, I, you, know, you love a good musical beef. I had, well, I'm happy you're doing this because it's the fog of war, war getting removed. I know nothing about who she is. Oh. I did not know she was Boy Meets World adjacent. Oh, I yeah. didn't know she was in the, the blood feud with Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, she is the Which feud. makes sense. So wait, is the Olivia Rodrigo album that I also love, mm -hmm. where she took the driver's license mm -hmm. and all that, and she, you're, it's all been, you're doing all this You stuff. know the blonde girl she talks about? Yeah, well, I know she talked. You're, I was getting to it of like, yeah, all, you all the stuff, recycling all the stuff you did with me with her. With yeah, this is her. That's her. Wow. Yeah, dude, shit goes deep. Wow. Young love, everybody. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, I saw wow. Sabrina Carpenter uh, worked her way into my uh, mm -hmm. TikTok algorithm. 
where she does the little freestyle at the end of nonsense or whatever and changes it for every city. And I was like, and I got, so I'm like, oh, I started liking it. I'm like, oh, I've liked enough of these. I got to start. You, you got it. You got to do it. Yeah. So, so uh, Nick, Sabrina Carpenter has been doing um, uh, her tour right now. Her big single is called Nonsense. And uh, it's essentially, um, you know, just to be vulgar, but it is what it is. It's about a, a guy that fucks her so hard uh, and so well, so frequently that it just got her thinking nonsense. She just can't see clearly at all. Like it is what it is. Good for her. And uh, every time she does the performs the song in a different location, she'll change the lyrics, like the last bit, like the final lines of the song, to be, like be about to rhyme with Atlanta or rhyme with Las Vegas or rhyme with wherever mm -hmm. she is. But they get progressively hornier and hornier mm -hmm. and like dirtier and dirtier, and it's it's awesome. I feel like you'd like it a lot. What's, what's, what does she do for California? Does she say I want I want I want you to plow my cornea? Well, uh, she goes to cities. <laughs> so she has to just said, plow my cornea. <laughs> but I feel like you'd be you'd be I'm from there. San Francisco. I want you to ram my Frisco. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we'll have to work Something on like these. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call up, call yeah, we up, call yeah, up. Let's see, um, uh, we got a Tim Bracken with his thirty-seven thousand subscribers uploaded a Sabrina Carpenter nonsense live at the Warfield. Oh, okay. So I'll skip so to the end here. That's the San Francisco one. Let's hear. We'll try to see what she says. There. What does she say? About Without San getting claimed. All right. Yeah. Um, Joey Noel says, "Thankfully, she's much better than that." That is. All right, Joey. Yeah, yeah but it's you it's know, a lot Joey of talks a lot of shit about me publicly but privately she tells me how much she loves me all the time all the time all the time all the time yeah today and i quote she said hey could you stop shining that led light in my eyes and i was like we say things like that back to each other all the time oh man um are you aware of olivia rodrigo nick yes yes it's hard not to be aware of her she's always on like she's always the number one or two on like spotify top like top 50 mm -hmm. um list i remember when she that the, i don't know if it's her first big album that just dropped maybe it was about six <coughs> months ago eight months ago something like that in 2020 her first album dropped her sophomore effort is dropping later this right, month. do you want to hear oh, the san francisco ad yeah lib? please here we go But I didn't hear what, it, what she said, but it sounded... The end there was, baby, you're so golden, San Francisco. But or she says so something about stripping, bro. Parents think that my show is a... I already fucked it up, but oh, parents think my show is a strip show or something. Okay. Like I just... I'm just you know. Yeah. Good. It is good. I just think what California ran my cornea is better. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We can DM her some suggestions if you want. Here's the know? thing. If anyone knows her, just give her that. She can have that one for free. Give her a little taste. And then you come back to me, you pay me per lyric. Twenty dollars. Say it again. Bucks. What is it? <laughs> this is California. Wait, what was it? I forgot it. <laughs> oh my! I want God. you to ram my cornea. No. Joey, Joey says it was so bright directly into my cornea, so she's already on the song. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Oh, That's man. fun. No, Olivia Rodrigo. Yes, very big. Uh, I couldn't tell you one song she sings. Driver's license. Um, but to be fair, that's that's me with ninety nine percent. I can't believe these two there. are connected. Look at that. Oh man, yeah, it's what it's. I've stumbled right? into. I like both these albums quite a bit. I'm these the two singles from Olivia so far, man. Vampire and then um, the new one just came out called uh, Man. Totally blanking. Totally blanking. I'm not familiar. But it's with really stuff. freaking good. I'm gonna send you later. Well, I, I mean, I'm right here on Spotify. Good, I mean, you can, should. Yeah, Olivia. Bad idea, right? That's what it is. Yep, there it is. Bad idea, right? Anyways, um, yeah, people use tapping out differently these days. 
That's interesting. It's upsetting. It scares me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense in regards to tapping out, like, as an unfollowing someone on your phone. Of course. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, so that, yeah. That's cool. A lot. But yeah. it's like, you know, it's, uh, so, stick with me because we'll get there. So get him or whatever. Uh, but every time Ben wants a banana, right, and I go mm -hmm. over and I get it, I come back and I put it banana. to my ear and I go, you know, we allo, I go, bling, bling, we allo, and, and I'm like, oh, it's for you, and he, ah, and he you know, and then we, he puts it up and he's a little bit, uh, <laughs> but at some point I had seen the meme that was like, you know, kids these days, the banana isn't the phone, the Pop-Tart is. Like a pop tart looks like your iPhone, right? So that to them is a phone rather than a, a thing. Um, and I was like, oh, damn. that's funny. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> yesterday tough. we were playing with these new blocks the neighbor gave us. <clears throat> and I made basically either a handle or whatever you want to use your imagination for. Because these are imagination blocks. Mm -hmm. or made a handle or whatever. But then I put it in my thing. I was like, oh, we all know. Then it's for you. And he goes, oh. And he goes, oh, my banana. And I was like, ah, oh, no, it's a phone. Oh, you don't know phone You is. fucked him up. Yeah, yeah, no, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's awesome. Because well, that's the funny thing, too, is like, like this kid doesn't understand what a phone is. No. Greg Miller's never on the phone. If he's yeah. on a phone, he's uh -huh. texting. He understands FaceTime, right? He FaceTimes people yeah. all Holy the crap, people man. Otherwise, he's just banana. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's, it's wild to me that he's growing up with FaceTime. Yeah. Because when we grew up, it's, it was the, hey, your aunt or so-and-so wants to talk to you on the phone, and then they just jam the phone into your ear, and you'd be like, hello. Now I have to deal with this awkward conversation oh, for God, 15 minutes. The worst conversation. The worst. Dread them on Christmases. Hate it. You know what I mean? Oh, thanks for the shirt or whatever. Oh, thank what you. What did you get? That. All right. I just want to go play with fucking Royal Rumble yeah. on Genesis. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'll talk to you at dinner. Yeah. In six months. Come over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk to me in person. Yeah. <laughs> Privileged little fuck. I know. I was such a shit back then. Now I'm like, oh, my uncle. I, I talked to my uncle for like a second. I'm like, let's catch up. What's going on? What's going on? Let's talk politics. It'll be fun. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Cozy Bear says, when did you first realize that your parents weren't infallible? It's interesting that you that he phrases it like that. I, I sort of always, I don't know that I ever thought my parents were like gods walking among men, but I do remember distinctly when I remember that my parents were always right about stuff. Yeah. Because remember when you're a teenager, you just think, mom and dad don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and I have a better grasp in the world because I'm young and I know all these things. And it wasn't until my mid-20s when I started like working and, and, and go, getting out of college, working, doing these things, where I was like, god damn, dude, my mom was right, and my dad was right about a lot of shit. Sure. And I just didn't want to hear it or wasn't ready to hear it, wasn't developed enough mentally to hear it. But I just remember, a lot, I remember learning a lot of lessons in my 20s and just... God bless my parents, um, specifically my mom. Never, never, ever, ever hesitated to tell you I told you so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just be like, I fucking told you you were going to hit this. And I was like, you're right. Uh, you're not wrong. I think in your 30s, you start really seeing your, I think late 20s, 30s, you really start seeing your parents as people and not as, mm -hmm. as your parents. Yeah. Um, because I think you have, you have a lot of those shared life experiences. And you look back and go, oh, I remember seeing my parents go through like, their mid thirties, and I kind of have vivid memories of that. And they, and you look at yourself in the mirror and go, "Holy shit, this is what they looked like. They were me. Yeah, they looked like me. Like That's my dad scary. was my age when I was. Let's see, my dad was my dad seventy. So when he was forty, I was what ten? That makes sense. I'm trying. I'm trying to analog wise figure out where my dad was, but he was like. I forget the gap right now. You're forty something, right? Yeah, I don't know. Why I'm trying to do math right now. It's the end of the day on a Monday, but but it's but it's wild to me that like. My dad was younger than me right now, ah. and he had two children. Sure. And he was doing a full-time, like, all this shit, and I still, more often than not, get into my car and go, this shouldn't be allowed. 
yeah to rip down that you know what i mean like i feel like a fucking kid all the time yeah of course and our parents had these like full-blown responsibilities by the time they're sure. just wild yeah i think that's that's where my mind jumps to the question too when did you realize your parents weren't infallible right and of course we could just get rid of these double negatives when did you realize your parents were fallible uh and what's interesting for me is i don't there's no like childhood moment where i was like whoa you're wrong you know what i mean like you saw your parents be wrong but you knew oh it was it's more the thing of being where i am now Mm-hmm. And feeling like I don't have anything figured out, and being yeah. like, "Oh my, sh- oh fucking, that's how my parents felt." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Ben, hopefully, won't see through the cracks in the same way. Yeah, I, I as a kid didn't see through the cracks of whatever was really going on. You know what I mean? Where it's sure. like just the you know day to day stuff, your job, your whatever, like the the bills, all the things that keep me up at night all the time because I'm that kind of person. Like to think like, oh man, like. My par- my parents not only were human beings going through the exact same thing. To your point, I think about all the time of the the actual time period of it of like you know I'm having Ben right here in my late 30s, early 40s, right is when mm-hmm. he's popped out versus my parents who like you know my mom had me at 30. Yeah. So it's like if you were to you know that would have made my dad 33, right? So if you would to reverse engineer when I you know to have Ben 10 years ago in my life, right? For my for like I ridiculous wow. i can't so, imagine. Uh, you imagine up at noon time was no, that it would have it would have i think you know it would have drastically changed oh, everything right? we never would have done kind of funny like i we just wouldn't have done it. no like, that I was the thing I, I remember that was our whole thing with it when we were sitting there talking about it where it was like this is the time to do it right like no what kids we, no we, more no, no, no BS kids we have supportive partners if yeah. it all goes wrong we can cry we can go back to ign or figure it out or get yeah. jobs or yeah. do whatever like this is the chance to take that swing because you wouldn't take that swing. Yeah, yeah it's crazy for me because I got so I'm I guess I'm 34 now. Every time I say it, it sounds wrong, but I guess that's right. Um, so I still haven't hit the point of being my parents' age because my parents were like your age when when they had me, and uh, so that's weird to think about, especially in relation to Gia, whose G- mom was 21 when she had her. And I'm like, babies having babies. Like my God, like that's that feels like half my life ago. <laughs> and yeah. So she would have been yeah, yeah, half yeah, my yeah, life yeah. ago raising mm-hmm. a kid mm-hmm. like that. That just doesn't add up to me. The, the, to answer the question, though, um, I've told a variation of the story before uh, many, many years ago on Game Over Greggy show, but um, it was when my dad took me to my uncle's house out in the Castro, and I loved going there because I would take my action figures, and he had this, the coolest closet ever that had, like, the super cool lighting in it that was, like, so unique, and then there was a ton of plants that, like, were this, like, awesome jungle yeah. that I got to play in yeah. uh, with the, the action figures, and it was, like, there was no setting like this. I'd literally play at home and, like, you know, go through the storylines of the good guys, the bad guys, oh, the yeah. characters of, like, Leonardo hanging out with the, the Green Ranger and shit, and, like, what are they up to? Um, and, like, oh, fuck, Optimus Prime needs help. The, the season finale of the storyline in my head, I would always wait till I go to my yeah. uncle's house because I'm like, we got to go to the jungle, man. Right, it's about right, to be right. dope. And I'll never forget after a handful of times of doing this, uh, my dad bringing me home, my mom getting so upset with him of like, hey, Tim was, Timmy, was telling me uh, that you let him play in the jungle at uh, Uncle John's house. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Because yes, for people that don't get this yet, yes. it was his weed his growing weed closet. Growing, yeah. um, and I was just hanging out playing with these things, which at the end of the day. It was like, I feel so good <laughs> and mellow right now. I was chewing like, some I, of the leaves. Like, I don't think it was it was affecting me negatively. No, it wouldn't. Have, but it like, whatever. Have. It was uh, the first time I saw my parents get into a fight that I was like, holy shit, like, y'all, I don't see the problem with this because I didn't Mm -hmm. understand it for many years, but I was like, y'all aren't on the same page about this, Mm -hmm. and I don't understand why you're not on the same page, and up until that point, I thought they just, they knew everything, and like, they clearly Mm -hmm. knew 
what was okay and what wasn't okay. So the fact that they didn't agree about it really confused me, and it extra confused me because they couldn't explain it to me. Yeah. You know? Like, because I, I remember, I don't remember all the details, of the world but at that point. I remember my mom like trying to explain why it was a problem, but not wanting to make my uncle look like a bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was just very funny. I was like, wait, wait, what, what's the problem? Is it, can I not be in there? She's like, no, you can, but like, I just don't want you to be. I'm like, I don't, so wait, you don't want me around plants. And she's like, no, but it's just those plants. I'm like, is it poison ivy? No, it's not poison ivy. And I was like, leaves are three, let them be. There's there's different leaves. You know, they teach you shit when you're a kid. That's, oh, yeah. That's, you know? Yeah. Anyways. I, yeah, I, uh, it's interesting because like I, my parents, you know, they had their fair share of arguments. Elena Scarpino was never one to shy away from telling you what the real, what the score was on anything. She very much voiced her opinion on every single person, every single subject. So growing up, I knew I knew that my parents were, you know, they worked really hard and I knew kind of where we were financially. And, you know, I always talk about how I was I was always blessed for like my parents took care of me. I never really wanted for anything. They always found a way to get me whatever I wanted. Um, but it's really interesting because my mom would always be the one to share sort of like, well, like we're not taking two vacations because of this or whatever. But I have no idea if my dad had any issues at work ever. I have no idea if he had any issues with his friends ever. He was just a stone wall. He would just come home and be like, hello, Nicholas, how was your day today? I'm like, it was great, dad. And we'd hang out, we'd have dinner. And they'd be like, well, see you later. <laughs> he'd go back up to like, go back up to work more. And I just, I just think back on it now. I was like, surely he had interpersonal relations with like ships with other people, right? Like surely he had other friends that he would go and speak with, but like, why would he share? This is 1985. Why would he share any of those feelings with his five-year-old child? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very strange. And like, I see the way you act with Ben now. And it's like, and again, oh, I love my dad. My dad was a my teeth. Every time that? I see Joey, I'm like, look, it's our favorite aunt Joey. Oh, you have to lie to him. Yeah. 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 It's rough for Joey's sake. Yeah. It's tough. Same with Lucy. It's, oh man, don't get me started. It sucks. You guys, I mean, you guys, you know, you, you had to make that decision, I guess, when they, at the hospital, you have to pick someone, yeah. and I guess they make you put someone. <laughs> they, they won't let you out until you decide who the godmother is. <laughs> it's tough. You got saddled up with that one. I'm sorry. That's going to bite you in the ass later. Yeah, I know. Um, no, but yeah, but I mean, again, I, I love my dad. He was a great dad. Um, but just the, the 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 interpersonal relationship you have with your kid is so different than I think the relationship I had with my dad. Oh, up, for sure. You know, and it's and I think it's just a generational thing. I just think dads in the 80s 100%. were just, I'm your dad. And uh, cool, I'm with you for a while, and, and we're gonna hang and out. Think and about you're it, gonna go back them, to mom. That was probably such a step up from what their fathers were. You know what I mean, like that's that's. I'm pretty sure my dad didn't have a conversation with his dad until he graduated college. <laughs> I really like. I really like all of my dad's stories about his dad are like lessons he learned. I'm like, I was like, so you're gonna tell me the first thing your father taught you was like international business law? Like <laughs> that that was the first like lesson learned because my uh, my grandfather was a lawyer, and so like. <laughs> But that's all I know about him. <laughs> I was like, was he a nice guy? He, he, he was. A, I knew he, he was, was a good air, lawyer. He was a. He was a, uh, a colonel in the air force, or a lieutenant colonel in the air force, and then he was a tax attorney or a, uh, an accountant, and then got his law degree and was a tax attorney, I think. And that's all I know about the man. That's it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. And I say this with absolutely no joking whatsoever. I think that's all my dad knew about him either. I don't think he knew anything else about his father either. Yeah. Because he just called him the old man. He's like, oh, the old man used to do this. I was yeah, like, yeah, fucking yeah. cool thing to say, Big Lou. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the two, you, this reminds me of like, yeah, two memes I've seen or in, in just Instagram posts, right? Number one being that like there's some ridiculous study of like how current dads are spending like 93% more time with their kids than their fathers did. You know what yeah, I mean? Which Again, is great. Because of these generational jumps and how everything's mm -hmm. changed and yada, yada, yada. Which, yeah, it's fantastic and is like, 
you know, the relationship I want with Ben, obviously, you know, it's with Jen working from home, even though she's working the entire day, she still gets like, you know, the hour where I'm in transit or whatever to get back home yeah. or to finish up what I'm doing to then get to home or whatever. Like when the nanny's off, she gets like a little bit of time with him before I get there. And sometimes I'm a little bit late because of work. So we'll go in. She already starts dinner. And yeah, so she gets like alone-ish time, but then also throughout the day, she can help with a put down. She can come up and say, hey, she can be a part of it more. But it's that thing of like, I know I'm trying, you know, you, when, I, when I'm there, I try to make those moments matter. When, you know, when we, we wake up and watch cartoons or, we, you know, he has some milk or whatever and hanging out and playing toys with him and all that sure. stuff. And not that my dad didn't play with me or anything weird like that, but you know what I mean? Like, again, trying to be there uh, as much as humanly possible. Like, yeah. On the weekends then are just family time and do all these different things. I mean, yeah, that's good. That's yeah, really of course. Good. Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking through the, the, the eras of my life with my dad. And we, I think the time we spent together a lot mostly revolved around me going to home depot and dreading yeah, it yeah but i think that's how he showed love he was like i'll take the kid to home depot and teach him how to how to do stuff yeah and sure, I, incorpor- I just- well, it's, it's also incorporating i think that was that's an interesting there's like not a, a difference in it i guess but it was incorporating you into his interests right right rather than what my way with ben's going to be because i will not get caught dead at a fucking home i mean I'll go, every time i go in there there's the Oh fucking Jesus! You hit the, look at the app. What I it, need to do? You know, I'm buying something smell, I know man. I'm not going to use. I'm going to get home and it won't be the it's right. It's the right the wrong thing. Size or what? I fucking hate it. Yeah. But I mean, for me, it's going to be the opposite of like Ben. What do you want to do? Let's go do that. Let's spend our weekend. You know what I mean? Like you're into baseball. I'm into baseball. Soccer. I'm into soccer. Whatever yeah. that has to be. I'm going to be into it. Right. See, I think that 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 see yeah. But I mean, it's that 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 gap was so wide when I was a kid. Sure. Like, I was into, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Totally. My dad still to this day was like, what the fuck is that? See, and I think, again, that's the interesting juxtaposition if you were. And it's so hard because, of course, you're compar- I'm comparing my father to me now. Mm-hmm. When, again, my father probably at my age also was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, right? was, and also yeah. was like, I really wish this kid could go to sleep. So not yeah. he could go play a video game. He could go work on the car, do whatever. You know what I mean? Go grab a beer with a friend. Whatever it was that, like, his personal interest was. But it's like... Our generation, and I shouldn't, that's a broad brush. We'll just compare me, father of the year, Greg Miller. I am still such a child at heart. Uh, right? What, someone votes on that? No, no, there's no votes. I just have it. Yeah. it once you're elected, you can't be unlikely. Oh, uh, oh, it's like a Supreme Court appointment. <laughs> it's a lifetime appointment. Uh, once, oh, I'm sorry. So I'm such a child at heart, right? Mm-hmm. That like Ben being into Ninja Turtles, I'm going to be like, oh, let's effing yeah. go. You know what yeah. I mean? And then the other day, you know, Tim pointed out of like, you know, Trains are the gateways to Transformers. And I was telling Jen that last night. I'm like, I'm in. Like, I watched casually a Transformer here or there. But it's like, I, don't get me wrong. I want him to be into Ghostbusters and Superman. and yada, right. yada, yada. But I'm stoked for him to find something he likes that I don't know anything about and watch and learn with him and do that whole thing. That like, kid loves You know, me. what I go back to all the time is like, I know this won't happen all the time. Like, we understand how our lives are right now, right? Even though I guess as Ben gets older, it'll get easier and harder in different ways. But my plan still is to, the way I want to be active in his school life, right, is like, get home and how was your day? Good. Not, I don't want that to be the end of it. I want it to be like, all right, cool, what happened in class and what are we doing, da-da-da. And then I want to know what the homework is. Because mm-hmm. when it is, he's reading The Hatchet or whatever, and they have to read the first three chapters. Like, I want to read that at night when he's asleep or with him. And then go to, and then the next morning at breakfast, talk to him about it. Like that's my vision for what I want mm, that to be. Interesting. And I want it to be taking all the things I've learned from video game criticism and then how much you guys talk to me for in reviews of uh, film criticism, right? Of like, let's talk about the character's motivation. Let's talk about a three act structure and let's talk about why this is happening. And mm-hmm. like, now, and again, like, 
He could fucking hate critiquing and hate doing that thing. I just want to conversate with him about it in a way that I feel like not that I, I, it's so hard to talk about what I want to do with Ben and not sound like I'm talking shit about my parents. I'm sure we all understand that I am not talking shit about my parents. Of course. But it's like that, you know, like that's not how I handled homework with my parents as a kid. Right. Because of course my parents didn't talk to me about homework with through that lens of wanting to do that, which Mm -hmm. is fine. And don't get me wrong. Again, I'm not mad at them or anything like that, but it's like, that's how I want to engage on that to hopefully make that kind of homework fun. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's fun as homework can be, but also like not, talking shit about the book or whatever like you don't like it let's talk about why you don't like it but then let's also let's finish it so that when you're done you could understand why you didn't like you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah all these little things that like for me like i was not a good student right it was like poe always makes fun of me i think it was middle of sophomore year of high school i just stopped bringing a backpack home it's like i'm not gonna do this that's, i'll do i'll do it in the morning i'll do whatever it is in the morning i don't need to worry about that's it that's hilarious yeah yeah i think I, that, I think that's great man i think like i i, I do i think finding those opportunities where like that might be a struggle because who knows what he's going to of course. be into. Maybe he's super into literature, but if he's anything like the rest of us, he's probably going to fucking dread reading every single thing he ever has to read ever. Like, that was me. I fucking hated having it. I would read shit be like, ah, got to read the paragraph eight times because I would just lose focus on it. But, but I, see, I, again, I feel... Like, go for it. I feel like, and I hear you, and that was often thing, and like, don't get me wrong, I stopped doing my required readings very, you know, when I remember, God made Cliff's oh, notes. Oh, exactly. Spark notes, right? Uh, but it would be the idea that I think if... I can make it engaging and it doesn't, it feels like we're having a discussion and we want to follow up on what's sure. happening and, da, 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 da. and if it is, this book sucks because why? Well, maybe it doesn't suck that way. Maybe we're trying to get beyond this hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And explain. Like, I don't know. I can, t- you know, I look, there was some stuff that, that works for me and some stuff that didn't, but, but I mean, I, I, I got, a, I did okay in literature as well. But what, what I'll say is like for my dad, the times that, the times that I really think that we started having a, a more personal relationship was when I got in a high school band yeah. and he became a band dad. Yeah. And so he yeah. like fucking loved helping out, putting the fucking drums back onto the truck and yep. get all the uniforms together. He loved that because my dad was in a band since he was in high school with all of his really good friends. And so I think he took to that exercise of being like, oh, this is something I can help Nick with. And this is something we can bond sure. with that doesn't involve waking him up at six o'clock in the morning to fix his own brakes on yeah, a car yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's not retaining. I would watch my dad fix brakes, but like, he's like, you got this? I'm like, 100%. Not chance, not at all. Gun to my head. You got to fucking do your brakes. I can't fucking do my no brakes. Way. We're all dying. It's yeah, not going to happen. That's it. Um, but I do, I do really appreciate that, that he was like, you know, he made the effort. He just came out every Friday night to like the, the games yeah. and like the competitions. He fucking loved that and stuff. See, that's that was really it's cool. like twofold for me, right? Of like, all of that's 100% true, and I think that's why my dad liked co- my comic book obsession so much. Mm. He didn't like comics, but my dad loves collecting. Yeah. And so, like, it's he that does. thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. The coat collection is in out of this world crazy right now. But it is that idea of, like, he saw that in me of, like, oh, collecting this thing, doing that thing, like, getting the cool piece for the co- – like, that worked so well with him, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it for me, right, I think to Ben and why I think I'm – so excited for his future whatever it may be is the fact that like i think back to being an antler at mizzou right where it was that i came into mizzou not a huge sports fan like you know what i mean i I enjoyed sports fine Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like and i remember being you know when my mom brought me down and was you're doing all the orientation stuff and obviously this is all done online now but back then it was you went and met with the person and they explained your thing and one of the things they're like well do you want the all sports pass what is that it gets you into all the football basketball games yada yada and there's that moment of me being like 
yeah, let's do that. I think I'd like to try to go to sporting events or whatever. And then I found the antlers, which was, oh, like I'm going to go be a crazy fan. I'm going to go you know, prank phone call the other players. I'm going to, I'm all in on being a fan. You know yeah. what I mean? Where yeah. it wasn't even so much that I'm all in on going to the basketball games or being at the football game. I'm you in there for the rep. football tailgate. I'm in there yeah. for the camaraderie. I'm in there for the crazy signs. And so I really do feel that. Yeah, you know, there was a joke earlier about you know Ben and PC gaming or whatever. It's like whatever he's into, I'm gonna just be a fan of that naturally. I think because I want to be a fan of and support whatever he's getting into. Mm -hmm. And so that's exciting to me. Of what is he gonna bring? Is it gonna be band? Is it gonna be sports? Is it gonna be this? Like the kid loves sports right now and baseball right now. That's so, so great. So, though. I'm I, excited I, for like you know the high school to come back and like take him to high school football games. Well, the great the great thing about his upbringing is that he doesn't have to pick. Yeah. Not that we really did, because really back in the day, there was like a lot of crossover between sports and band and theater and stuff like that. But like now more than ever, the, exci the exciting thing for me to watch as he grows up is that he can be, he can play football if he wants to play football or basketball if he wants to play basketball and be reading a comic book on the way to, to the games. Of course. You know what I mean? Like what, yeah, 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 he's yeah. going to be playing video games no matter what. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know any yeah. kids probably growing up now that don't play a video game to a degree on to some fucking level. Right. For sure. And so yeah. going, going back to that with the, the reading stuff about like you saying you grew up ha hating reading, like you guys being a little bit older than me, like was there like I, goosebumps and animorphs yeah. and things like that were so targeted to my age group mm -hmm. of like the 90s and like all the 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 book it you know clubs yep. and yep. Uh, the scholastic book club like i don't know if that has any relevance to you guys but like reading was there was nothing cooler than reading in elementary school like they the freaking big book marketing out there they did their scholastic i guess no man. they made this shit everything you just not animorphs but i guess i probably was there for the launch of goosebumps like goosebumps was a ginormous event in our lives mm -hmm. and, and childhoods. And it was, I remember, I think it was Mrs. Gustafson in fourth grade being like, like looking around the room during a quiet hour and being like, are you all reading the same series of books? And we explained it to her and she's like, that is the coolest thing. Like that is so awesome that this is like doing. That. Yeah. And it, I, I would devour those. The problem was then, the required reading of, all right, read Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Read this fucking book. Here's this book about Greek gods where everybody's like, I don't want to read this. I want to read that. But I feel like there was so many systems in place because of the, the book fair and things where yeah. it's like, if you read three of those boring books, then you get this dope collection or whatever. And like, no, that wasn't how it was in our private. Oh man. Like they, they did such a good it, job of like gamifying this shit. Really? Book, oh, I yeah. mean, booking no. the pizzas that we did that and everybody loved that. Yeah. Did you guys have the book fair though? The scholastic yeah, book yeah. fair? Came, yeah, you came yeah. in with 20 bucks maybe if you're rolling. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got whatever. And I'd always want to get like some stuffed animal that came with the book or whatever. It was always about some promo packing. We just, uh, you know, we just never really read. I grew up in household. We just did not read. My yeah. dad used to read like, I remember every, every few months he'd have a new book on a president that he would keep by the shitter. Yeah. And that would be the book that he read. Yeah. And it was just little by little every day, a little, a couple more pages would go by. And that was, that was it. Um, mom never read Matt and I never read. No, we never had, I mean, the, all those series were there. I'm not like, I remember goosebumps being a thing growing up. Um, I just, I just loved movies. And I think that was my mom's way of dealing with two sons that were me and my brother was just <laughs> sit in front of the fucking TV and shut up, yeah. like stop bothering me for five seconds. So I was very encouraged just to watch TV and, 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 and do that stuff, which is unfortunate. Cause I, I mean, I, I loved literature because I loved analyzing things, but I hated all the material that I pretty much I read with the exception of like a couple books that really, really got, got me. But yeah, having to read Romeo and Juliet, like what, 
twisted fucking weird ass kid likes Romeo and Juliet going up, you know? See, you're I a freshman in high school, you're like, I love it, get the fuck out of here, but you that, weirdo. But that was the thing, dude, like, when in, it was, I didn't like it when I was younger, but when we got to high school, I remember um, I one of the dumbass classes you had to take, uh, you had options, and I ended up uh, having to take the Shakespeare one, because the one I wanted to take was uh, not available anymore, and I remember being kind of blown away by it, like, once I learned the rules of the iambic pentameter and all mm -hmm. that shit, I was like, oh, fuck, like, this Shakespeare guy was cooking, man. Like, like he was saying some shit in the most extra way possible. And I was like, this is, it's actually pretty cool when you look at it that way. But then I, I do feel like there's still this plots necessary and there's narratives that I, I'm, I'm missing out on. But then, you know, in those classes, you get to watch, um, Lerman's Romeo and Juliet That's true. and everything's okay. I did not. Cause it was uh, about 15 years earlier wow. for me. I watched mm -hmm. the Franco Zeffirelli version of that, oh, no, no. which was tough. Uh, what's that? That's the one with the boobies. It did have boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay, cool. cool. That was pretty cool. Um, Big day in everybody's life. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're like they're letting us look at this stuff. <laughs> kind of high school. You know who we are? We're children. <laughs> We're perverts. And that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was always. I, I always just sort of like wondered what it would have been like if there was a series like Harry Potter that they would have yeah. taught oh, in school. Dude, well that was you the know? thing. My fifth grade class was the first year ever. That Harry Potter became like a school thing. Right. Which oh, interesting. Harry Potter came out, I want to say, when I was in third grade. But like we read Harry Potter one in fifth grade. That's See, awesome. I think if it could have been if I was a kid and Harry it had been Harry Potter and then like Hunger Games or any of those young adult books that obviously, yes, they're not we're not you're not reading Baldwin, you're not reading Shakespeare, you're not reading fucking Dickinson, but like but I really think those books would have benefited me a lot more getting engrossed in that because I think like everything else, you have to sort of build an education for how to appreciate these things. Sure. And if you just jump into a summer reading list, that's very like a tale of two cities was a fucking slog. All quiet through. on the Western front. Oh my God, oh, dude. It's no. like, but like, like Catch I turn the ride, just do something, kid. Yeah, kid. Go, do just, something. Just Holden Caulfield. Fucking stop looking up skirts. What? Yeah. You fucking Lord of the kid. flies though. Shout out to that. Lord of Flies was so tear asmar. Yeah, Lord of, I mean there were and there were some books that I really liked. I'm, I'm trying to remember there was um yeah, there was a, there was one specific that I really liked, but but for the most part it's like I, I I just I don't think there's enough of a value placed on like reading for fun when you're in school. See that and that's that's a that's a that's a mistake. And I agree with that. And I think one of the things that destroyed me and you know actively kept me from pursuing reading for uh, or not for well I guess for fun, but like reading in high school like the, the, was the fact that it wasn't about let's talk about the stories, it was let's quiz you. Like here's a yeah. quiz on what color was the the vest? And like, you know, I was like, trying to prove you did it more yeah, than I, actually engaging, know, which is I, like I that, the moment that that's the case. Don't get me wrong; it's not funny. Exactly, and being that far uh, out of it, like I like that's the thing of when that starts happening to Ben, trying to express to him of like, don't come at it the wrong way. I was coming at the equation from the wrong direction of like I'm going to read to pass the test. When in reality, if you just read the book, you're going to be able to. Your test is going to be so easy. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting because like I. I really think that my generation was like set up to enjoy reading and then really did enjoy reading. Something obviously changed at some point because I didn't I read say, why, after why that. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I do think it, it got beat out of me in ways where, you know what I really think it was? I feel like it wasn't fully supported. Like once you got to like the college level when it's like you really are allowed to like dig in and do your own stuff. I feel like then at that point, they're really just ushering you in a direction. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd be interested if like kids these days, like high school kids these days, like 
how they view the experience with it all. Because I also need to understand, and, and people need to understand the context, like, I'm born and raised in San Francisco, which is a different experience than a lot of people get. Like, there was a lot of focus put on diversity and, like, making sure that the things, like, what your experience is isn't the exact same as everybody else's, you know? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm sure there's 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 younger people listening to us being like, guys, that's, not, that's nowhere close to what it's like now because it's been, what, 23 four years since i've been in high school so i have no idea what 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 high school and junior high education standards are now or what they let sure. people do i hope that you're allowed to you know occasionally read a book for for fun and, and talk about that um but i just i remember when they were like hey you gotta do a book report you had to pick a book that was like in the realm of what you were doing right i don't think i could just read transformers the movie the book yeah you put some kind of restrictions on it yeah depending on what it was yeah. but i mean if i'm just being honest it's like Again, I I don't blame anyone but myself for my lack of interest in reading. My wife reads a book a week. Yeah, are they are they the best books ever? Probably not. She'll admit that to herself and you as well. A lot of it's just like schlock she's reading for fun. But still, like at the end of the year, if you're reading like forty to fifty you're books, being crazy like Joey, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Even even if it's just for fun, but like that's a thing, that's like, so I, good for you. I don't get me wrong. I like reading, and I I don't I rarely do it in terms of a book. I'm usually reading uh, the internet or a comic or whatever. But it's that thing of like back to like your time being your most valuable thing. It just gets to a point where it's like reading is uh, this day and age. Yes, for it's it's educational and mm-hmm. yada yada. But it is fun, for fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it gets to that point of like, I'm not going to not, gonna I, I got to go play a game. Yeah. I, I want to play a game. I need See, to go do this thing. I think that's why I gravitate toward uh, biographies. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, anything that tells sort of like an oral history or something like that. I like that because then I think, oh, I'm adding to my knowledge of this subject. Yeah. That I can then either use to talk about bore Tim to death on a fucking podcast with or write a joke about or you know I'm I'm still reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography I've been reading that for like six months I stopped for a little bit because the three-part incredible documentary came out on Netflix and I was like well this well, is the fucking biography yeah. that I'm reading but I'm still reading because I'm so fascinated better. fascinated by his life I just picked up Rob Lowe's book because Rob Lowe for whatever reason is in my has been on my brain lately he was on a podcast I was like oh, I should I should, re- What's up with him? should read that book you you Slow wrote down. six years ago um but but other than that, yeah, I, the idea of just picking up a book and reading like a, a, a piece of fiction right now seems cr- it's not a comic book. It's fucking weird to me. Yeah, you know, I, I think the breaking point for me of like why I, I didn't keep going with with the books and stuff is that video game magazines became such a big yeah. thing. And yeah. I was so obsessed with magazines in general, yeah. like Lego magazine, Nickelodeon magazine, like all this shit. I was just so into, but the video game stuff, Nintendo Power, EGM. OPM, like all of it, like that became my life. And the thing I loved more than anything was reading these magazines mm. that I feel like that then transitioned to forums and the internet at which now is Reddit and Twitter and sure. all that stuff. So sure, it's sure, like, sure, sure, sure. you know, it's definitely, I was, it's a different thing, but I was very much in that same regard too. I think once video games, once, once like I, I started buying like PC mag and like next gen and things like that, I, I just, that 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 probably took a lot more of my brain capacity than I think I would have liked to it have. But I mean that worked that, out. That was like I mean I have, you have to remember like I think me and Greg we I mean yeah we were definitely the first I guess I count you in my generation I think technically you're in his generation but growing up eighties nineties we're like the first generation to read these things you know like PC Gamer magazine and shit like that like didn't exist before yeah. it's wild to think about that right. Mr. Gary Witta. I know he's going to say Gary Witta's been writing longer than we've been alive for some Oh, I mean, I remember meeting I mean, him and I remember the meeting... The picture he posted uh, that was him writing for PC Gamer Magazine, and it was 1988, which is the year before I was born. Yep. And he looked 
like an adult. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had hair. Um, no, I mean it's wild. That's what that was the weirdest thing when I started working at IGN that there were like names that I was like, "Fuck, you wrote for Next Gen," or like Doug Perry wrote for I think Next Gen Magazine for a while, right? I, I don't know. I forget. D- Doug, I only work with Doug a month, so it was hard for me. to... Oh uh, yeah, Doug was wild, but Doug, I think D- Doug and a bunch of that whole generation of guys because they all know Gary. Also, they had written for these magazines, and I was like. That's fucking great. Yeah, crazy. I read your shit growing up. For sure, That's yeah. so weird. That's I felt when I met Shu from EGM. Oh that God. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's been an interesting. You know, we've come around on this, right? We've we've circled and done all these different things to dovetail. Would it, would you say we circled I, like the like the downstairs area? Like the downstairs <laughs> area only. Uh, as you said, I don't. We were talking about Facebook. I don't use Messenger. I mentioned someone hit me up about their book, right? And I had missed it by launch by months because mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger. Let's come back around. It's a book you're going to want to read. Mm. It's called Cage Kings. Oh. This is by Michael Thompson. Do you remember him from IGN? Uh, yeah. Glasses, yes. Long yeah. hair, you know, string bean looking guy. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, he wrote this book. How an unlikely group of moguls, champions, and hustlers transform- transformed the UFC into a $1 billion industry. A cultural and business history of the UFC tracing the unlikely rise of mixed martial arts. That's pretty cool. From what was derided in the 90s as human cockfighting, uh, more violent than sport, to a global pulp culture phenomenon. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds really cool. That sounds great. I have a copy you can borrow. Yeah. But congratulations, Mike Thompson, formerly of IGN. Very cool. Way back in the day, working with Dave Clayman. It's it's weird when people write books because I was like, oh, that's like a real adult thing. You did a real professional thing. You did a thing. Yeah. Like, can I be honest with you guys? You can. I'd love that. I love what we do here, but at no point do I think we were ever professionals. Do you ever feel? Do you feel like a professional when we do shit here? Sometimes yeah, when you guys, like, I, like, I want you to know, real talk, that yeah. I often feel like we 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 are really good at being. Professional. We're great. We're, we're gonna. We could be when we want. In a way to. that like we get to define what professional is, yeah. and I feel like we nail it. But I will say, I was really trying to not laugh earlier. Like that was that that was bad. And I, it was to the point that I was trying to hold it back so much that I, I was crying. Oh, no. Yeah, but, like, that's, that's not professional. But, like, I want you to know how much I didn't want that to happen, but it did. Here, here's the thing. I, can, you cut the, can you cut the Tim's version of that? That's me still. You piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. No, I think he has to edit it. Oh, there it is right there. See, Tim's I'm, tiny, too. I am tiny, okay? too. I'm tiny, it's too. Right Again, to know. It's, it's, it's less about you. It's more about how it looked, and it was yeah, just so it funny. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't until it was. See, that's the thing with us. It wasn't. I didn't want to laugh about it because no, I yeah. knew it wasn't. I had no choice. Unfortunately, I can't make it the, the, the right image bigger than 100%. So that is as big as it can get. And then the choice is like, do I make it so you, you guys kind of look like you're having that conversation of but right you there? Could, but you could shrink down the other image. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I can't though. I see. I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the the outside space that would have nothing in it would just it, be a black it, box it, and look weird. A- I mean, look absolutely. at the succulent. The succulent gives it away that there's some trick. Uh, look, I, I I think you guys are missing the point. Nobody out there is going to care about any of your fucking excuses. This is just going to be the image that gets tweeted out. But that's my point. Yeah. It's like we are, I don't care. This is hilarious. We have fun here. We, we, we gave up on the idea of like being 100% professional a long time ago. And well, we just have fun. You say that and I agree with you, right? That's kind of what in the name, kind of funny or whatever, right? But it's always shocking to me to meet our peers in the industry. And they all look at us like we're so professional that we are. That we are. Well, dude, we were at a wedding. Us, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we were at a wedding this weekend, Nick. And the way people talk about Ronald us. McDonald and rub my face on a wall. That's <laughs> very bad. First off, for us, bad for us as far as like they hold us too high to a standard. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, there are expectations. 
like a lot of them. I, I think it's, I think that's, I mean, we're, I mean, obviously that's a blessing and a curse, but it's more of a blessing. Um, but I do want to say before I forget, Greg, that was, I don't think I've ever watched something you've done more than that last Ronald McDonald thing you did for KFAF. Thank you. And I don't think as I've watched it and laugh, Tim has breathed heavily more than he than, than so, when I did that. It's so funny. It's now, so fucking good. I've told this story on a couple shows now, um, and I've gotten more and more facts, and I now have the full story. Okay. Nick, I don't know if you ever heard about this, mm. and I really hope you didn't, because it is one of the funniest things, the funniest unprofessional things sure. we've ever done. Oh, I can't wait. Apparently, mm -hmm. there was a moment where on the day that KFAF was going up, mm -hmm. Kind of Funny Games Daily went up on podcast feeds. Good. Oh, good. With just the audio <laughs> of Greg as Ronald McDonald. Yes. yes. And a small amount of people turned on Games Daily. <laughs> and it was just that with uh, no yeah. context. And I learned this because I started getting a couple tweets. I started seeing comments being like, hey, What's what's up with Games Daily just being like a seemingly very drunk Greg Miller? <laughs> <laughs> and like there was a a, a, couple, a a week or so that I couldn't figure out exactly what happened if if they were fucking with me or not. I have confirmation now that the, it was on people's feeds yeah. for a while. How did but that it, happen? I, I don't know. But how does that get integrated in, in in that? I do not know. But how funny is that, Nick? Like it's hilarious. Does that not make that even better? Oh my better? god, even better. That's <laughs> so fucking funny. You guys, that makes no sense. I know. The recording file wasn't done until after it was posted on KFAF. How it was an MP3. It was an MP3. I, I don't. I don't get how this happened. That that is a mystery. But I just think it's one of life's little mysteries. It and is. Again, it's 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 confirmation that that was. The single greatest thing you've ever done. It's Ronald, man. And you, it's <laughs> Ronald, man. What can he say? It's what it's gonna be. It's how it's gonna. I showed that to Danielle, and she goes, "She's like, she put her hand on my hand, and she goes, this is disturbing.' Yeah, and she like, really, really, really oh, doesn't yeah, like. Yeah, Danielle yeah. does. The, Danielle's like, is he like, is he like, okay? is he okay? And, and I was like, and put on the makeup, and I would just start laughing. I was like, I'm losing yeah, it right, right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. this is letting off steam Perfect. from another dimension Perfect. that I didn't know was there. God <laughs> damn, it's funny. And the worst thing is, like, we have what are they called coming up on Patreon? Oh, the t uh, uh, twenty minutes of tears. No. <laughs> oh, my home home video. No, 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 no. We have so much content we on Patreon.com. This isn't even a joke. The um, Mr. Mr. Greg. Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Greg's Childhood Teachings. I won't lie to you. I've been running those in my head for what I want to do, and I'm like, shit, fuck, I'm going way too close to Ronald. Like, I gotta, I have to give a defined <laughs> thing to what We Mr. have Greg the Ronald did. costume now. Yeah, but that's different. I'll put than a what G we on it. Yeah. We rock and roll. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some things for that. Oh, we'll so get you. We'll get you like a blue wig instead of a red oh, wig. Red instead of red. When he said Barbara Bush, <laughs> no, he didn't say Barbara Bush. He said Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle's like, why Barbara Bush? I was like, don't don't even get ask. No, let's you not ask. Bar, you don't want to know. I don't want the lore. What's popping I'm off in there? All the footage that didn't make it to the final cut. You should do like one super. No, edit. you shouldn't. Because a lot of it, while you were doing that, I was I like, mean, he's going too far. No, the, the part <laughs> wasn't the lead the, into so many souls taken. Uh, yes, that was tough. <laughs> that made it. Yeah, that so was tough. So many souls taken made it. 
but the leading <laughs> to it conversation between my, uh, Ronald and God. Yeah, there's a couple things. The thing that I th- I was like for sure, this w- both of these aren't going to make it in was when he uh, asked or told people about their bald dick and pussies. That made it in, and then both of them in fact made them in, and I, I was mean, like, oh. It- Okay, we're it here. It was to me the downstairs areola that like fuck. And that was one. That, yeah, like there's a whole lead up to that yeah. of Ronald taking people's pants off or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's also I think the I think the single most disturbing thing though, and Danielle can confirm this, was 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 Ronald smearing the red and white and black paint against the wall, which looked like a blood yeah, mark at that point. Like he would face. slam someone's head against the wall mm-hmm. and then go, one Timothy, Timothy, Timothy. <laughs> you can see an odd, you can see a moment in the camera where I start laughing and then I'm like, get it together. Cause yeah. it's just fucking gold. Yeah, Do not yeah, ruin this yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. Don't I fuck this up. When, when that happened, I was like, fuck, um, that's not going to be easy to clean off. And sure <laughs> enough, it was not. Thank God. Joey was here. Sorry about that, Kev. Yeah, you know when I'm there, I, just, uh, I, I was like, perform. leave it. I thought it would be up forever. Yeah, that would have been the one thing that I was like, like, that'll I mean, be a funny, that'll be a funny story to people. In the you camera. know, it, it, all the laughs are genuine, but when I smear my face and then see that it's a perfect face and laugh, that's a that's a real rip roar and slap your knee jam. You yeah, know what I mean, I, I that was Greg. That wasn't Ronald. So just I want everyone to go back and watch that and understand they're the same person. Okay, we should play it here's, right now, Kevin. Can you bring it here's, up? Here, here's here's what I think happened, and you tell me if I'm wrong about okay. what happened in your brain right there. You smeared it. You had a, you looked, you had a moment of, uh oh, Nick's gonna be so mad about this. No, no. And then no, you no, just no. started laughing. <laughs> like, fuck that guy. I mean, no, 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 no. Okay. You were just, just the fact that it looked like it. When Nick is the guy on the project, you know you can do anything you, you can get in trouble want. for. It. If, yeah, if, if Greg and Bless were doing something stupid and rub paint on the wall, then I know, then we'd be in trouble. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I would know okay. we need to go through and. To be fair, we'd be in trouble. Nobody tell Nick. To... I'll figure out how to tell yeah, him when I've just... done this to the wall. We'll no, out. Where do I find that? Uh, uh, that's KFAF. Yeah, full screen. You special. can toss it in KFAF. Okay. It's also on the other things. With the rewind theater on it, run you through God. all the different things that happen. Just so fun. And I remember Should Roger, I, I texted Roger um, later that night. I was like, everything going okay? Like, you know, don't, you know, don't work too late or whatever. And he goes, I'm having the time of my life because this is why I got into production. Yeah. And I'm like, you lived a weird life before this. Well, it just works because what we did th- three takes of it. And we did three, but I knew that we were going to intercut them because you, the we cut so it was, them. there was no script. It was just talk. Yeah. Just go. Then you get me. You know, we talked for like five minutes at a time. You knew there'd be enough things to jump oh, around and play with. I mean, the thing is it could have been 30 seconds. could have been 30 minutes. It was yeah. perfect either yeah, way. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure and, and, Patreon thermometer will have his own show. What's even fucking hilarious. What's even more hilarious is, is looking at that. Cause I was like, Oh, I got to go back and try to find this episode. I randomly found the original footage from that one we shot. Oh, in the, in the, the parking garage, in the parking garage. Every bit is funny. Yeah. Spicy chicken. Spicy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was one for sure. I remember watching the camera shake when you were filming. It. It's so and fucking funny. Here, I saw the camera shake here a few times. But I remember should, I want, in the Nug Dome episode. We should go back episode, and watch that one too. I want to see that when one. When the Nug Dome episode aired and you say to Andy, like, I don't know who I don't know who did this one. You're like, I don't know who edited it, but he had the time of his life. That made me so happy. God. Yeah, we have no audio out here. I don't know if you have audio on. Hey, do yeah. the, the red. Oh! The red on your collar is, and the fact that Jen did your, um, instead of, instead of doing the pencil thin eyebrows, she did thick ass eyebrows. Yeah. Just so creepy. I was, Jen was so happy that she did the McDonald's arch eyebrows and so many people caught it. Oh yeah. So many people were like, oh, that's the McDonald's arch. It's like, damn, I didn't see that coming. I missed you. 
I've missed you. I've missed you. Can we do the other show like this? Can we just do that? Sure. Hasn't he? Hasn't he? Hasn't he, Timothy? There was a lot before so many souls taken that can't go out here. What I love most about this is the few people that caught the fact that we did this right next to where all, all our state mandated yeah, employee yeah, rights yeah, posters yeah, yeah, yeah. have to be on. <laughs> <laughs> if you're seeing this for the first time or hearing it for the first Grimace. time, this is the KFA of Holiday Special Grimace. 2023. Grimace. Grimace. You gotta go watch this Ronald whole thing. McDonald. You gotta watch this, you gotta watch the... Ronald McDonald misses a few holidays. Ronald McDonald misses a few holidays. That's what changes. That third hit hurt my hand. <laughs> I thought you were going to go through the wall. Ronald a man. Grimace. <laughs> Legit laugh out of me. Why? What is wrong with you people? Paul Pussy's a cock. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part of the video. Mental breakdown by Ronald trying to pull it together. Micro Wars! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Perfect! The ants are so smart! Why don't they drive cars? Fuck! was cognizant for everything. <laughs> and I'm talking about the crucifixion. Oh oh, yeah. oh, we get it. Holidays come but once a year. Once a year. Once a year. The holidays God. come but once a year. No more pussies in class. <laughs> Do you think? That when I look at your cheeks, I can't go and say, oh, there it is. The little downstairs areola that everybody can see. Because you've been spreading them every day. Have you not you? seen this? No, I have. <laughs> this is what you guys miss. Shuhei Yoshida has seen this. I have it on good authority. That's terrifying. <laughs> Why do this to yourselves? Why limit the holidays to two months? <laughs> Thanksgiving? <laughs> Christmas. Have you ever thought about that? What words are in Christmas? <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> Mucho <laughs> Clearly, I'm trying to get to the Taco Bell reference of Liv Moss, and I come up with mucho cry. <laughs> <Mucho Christ. laughs> right there, there's a little thing of the whisper over it. Yeah. Is that Rogers? Raj is okay, yeah, Rogers did a great job with that. <laughs> this is such this a is my favorite part. Ending. I love it. <laughs> 
Melissa Hagler in the chat says, Greg saying, I was talking about the crucifixion. <laughs> LOL, I'm so glad I have clarity. This is what you get. This is what you get when you get inside the actor's studio with us. Can we, can we, do we have time to pull up the Nug Dome We can add the Nug Dome if you can go get the Nug Dome, Ronald. I just want to, I haven't watched that one in a while. I want to see how they compare. The favorite one about editing or filming this one was the fact that that was in the parking garage of our old place. And the amount of times we'd start and then somebody would come through and I'd be like, oh, they got kids and I'd run and hide. Like, I cannot. No. That I, I'm afraid of my uh, neighbors seeing. Me. I don't want to scare anybody. I get it. Of man. What the fuck is going on? Well, Greg, garage. you should have thought about that because I love you and I know you so well. I'm scared every time I see it. I I feel like I know you less and less. There's something about. There it. is a part of like that. It is. I'm never been proud of it. I love it because I feel like you know I can host and I can do whatever and I can cut a wrestling promo and I can do all this goofy ass shit or whatever and like, but even then like I I nickel and dime the performance yeah. there's things i don't like or things i don't the way this is set up for ronald is just literally like blank piece of paper just keep writing and don't stop writing and so it just works so well of like i don't have to worry or think this is you <laughs> performing a character like you never get to do yeah, yeah, yeah and this is like this is the close like this is it's so fun it's so artistic do we have it kevin there it is oh fuck <laughs> that's a good freeze frame <laughs> god Doug, don't want a great time Come here, let me tell you a secret. There's a story old Grandpappy McDonald used to say, and it was simple, ladies and gentlemen. Nuggets, nuggets everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Now here's the real problem with the society we, the corporations, have created. Am I the only one who remembers Newt Gingrich? <laughs> Am I the only one who remembers the Taft administration. What you need to understand is that there are bigger things going on here than where are the spices. Melissa Hager says he's more lucid in this one, which is great. It's wild. Nug dime, all right? 10. How many presidents have there been? 47. I know that's not right. Now to divide that by 10, what do you get? 4.7. How tall is Nick? Seven inches feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> and see, like, you can see me discovering the freedom I have here. Because oh, yeah. I start lucid, and then I'm like, wait, I can say whatever I want. It doesn't matter if the four point seven. Going through my neighbor's trash. This is where it belongs. This is where it belongs, Chick-fil-A. This is where this belongs. Up here in heaven with the one true savior. Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the birth yeah, of that's Ronald it. McDonald. The that's character. it right there. That's how I knew he had something special. <laughs> that's how I knew he had something Spit special. coming out of his mouth. Right here, now right here. I'm Ronald McDonald, and this is a nugget dome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Incredible. You're perfect. You're time. perfect. It's time to Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes three best friends gather on this table. Each coming to hang out with each other and you. Of course, you can hang out with us live and watch the show as we recorded the day before a post anywhere else over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, you could get all those benefits for all the other podcasts we do at kind of funny, unless there's an embargo like there are on several shows this week. Uh, of course, on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you could get each and every episode ad free. You could get more than 300 episodes we've posted exclusively since October, and you could get this cool. We the Trog shirt, because if you're watching live, you're a Trog, and that's what they call themselves, and they love each other. I love that shirt. However, you have no books, toss or weights, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode with ads. No matter where you get the show, thank you for your support, appreciation, and love. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.